Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. It's Mary. I'm recording this around 12 noon Eastern time. And right now, we're all just waiting. Because about an hour ago, the Department of Justice announced they'd made an arrest in that case of those mail bombs addressed to prominent Democrats. Two more explosives were found just this morning. They were addressed to former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. That makes 12 bombs total. None of them has exploded. No one's been hurt. So earlier this morning, Mike Pesca and I You know him from over at The Gist. We went into a studio to talk about who really bears responsibility here and whether harsh words can actually lead to violent acts. The DOJ is set to tell us more about today's arrest in a couple of hours, but we can't really know how much they'll be able to say. So while we wait for news, I wanted to share this conversation because it really made me think. We're playing it pretty much unedited. I'm Mary Harris. This is What Next. Here goes. This episode is brought to you by SAP. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI will not help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, or automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, Mike Pesca. Yes, hi. We sit like right across from each other. But we've never met until now. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> this is not true. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk to you because at the time of this recording, there have been 12 bomb scares. And when we say bomb scares, we mean things that look like bombs found in the mail addressed to people. I think the authorities are calling them bombs, even though they are also saying that some of them were would never have been functional. So I think we could call them bombs. So all anyone can really talk about is what's happening with these bombs. Yes. But at the same time, there's almost no information to report. Yes. So it creates this weird situation with a lot of finger pointing. And I'm kind of wondering, I think we might have different opinions here about how far we can go, we should go in this moment when we talk about who's to blame. Uh, Right. So 
there are often a few years ago, as I was, I've been doing the gist for four or five years, and I started thinking about this during the show because a few years ago there was a mass killing in uh, California, and the guy who did it, and I'm one of those people who very much believes you shouldn't say these people's names and give them uh, extra attention, but the guy who did it was an incel, you know? This yeah, the guys word. who are the involuntary celibates. Yeah. And there was a uh, raft of, and so reporters explained what the incel community was or what the pickup artist uh, community was. It basically sounds like a bunch of guys with blogs. There's probably a decent Venn diagram of that going on. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so many people then reported this was an inevitable and natural consequence of the toxicity of online incel chat boards. And I don't. I, from what I learned about online incel chat boards, the word toxicity definitely applies. But I began to think about that, and I really wanted to be fair about how fair that was. People also said the same thing about that shooter in the abortion clinic in Colorado. Well, what do you expect? This is how this is how um, angry the and vitriolic the rhetoric around it is. Yet at the same time that came out, or soon thereafter, there was there was a couple of killings where the peep of policemen where the people who did the killings claimed to have been inspired by Black Lives Matter. And the very same people who were saying, look, it's a natural outgrowth of how horrible and toxic the incel community was, would never, would never never put the blame on Black Lives Matter. Now, I try to then be consistent in the application of what are the standards. There can be a number of different things. But to me, Occam's razor for the standards seems to be, if we hate the cause then that cause can be blamed on some outgrowth of it, some violent outgrowth. But if we respect or identify with the cause, then that cause can never be blamed. Uh, It's never the rhetoric of the cause. It's always people receiving the message wrong, a perversion of the message. And so in this case, with the possible would-be bombings, there was some discussion. Oh, is this really a Trump supporter or is this someone on the left doing a false flag operation? And I said, maybe now is a moment to just say, depending on what the explanation turns out to be. Are you going to have a different opinion about the culpability of the person behind it? So if it really was a Trump supporter, I think what everyone's saying now, what most people are saying now is that Trump bears a lot of responsibility. But what if it turns out not to be a Trump supporter? What if it turns out to be the opposite? Will we then have to say, you know, the left has gone too far also? How is it that Everyone can agree that Trump is to some extent to blame, and yet almost none of those people would say that Bernie was to some small extent to blame for that man who shot up, who was a Bernie supporter, who was explicitly inspired, he said, by Bernie, who shot up the Republican baseball game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So why is that? I think we got to blame the bad actor, not the person, though there are some exceptions. We could talk about that with Trump. I agree we have to to blame the bad actor. Obviously. And I think that... There's something else, which is this is this innate human urge to apply logic to something that has no logic, like on on both sides. So it's like you saw the reaction, the false flag reaction online. And people were saying, 
So this couldn't have been a conservative person because it makes no sense for the midterms for us. Yeah, and I was like, you're right. acting like it's a lobbyist <laughs> exactly. sending the bombs exactly. and it's not. That it's, the guy <laughs> has the 538 uh, election forecast on one computer and the bomb manual in the other. Exactly. Yeah. That's not what it is. And so I think that that's actually what's going on here. But I want to. So you gave these examples. And mm-hmm. for me, when I see what's happening right now, I go back to another example, which is 2001, right after 9-11. The anthrax attacks, Mm -hmm. because it just looks so similar, right? It was the same thing, stuff going through the mail and politicians were targeted and people in the media were targeted. And in the beginning, all we had to report and there was such a drive to report, right? That's what reporters do. They want to get the information out there. The only information we had was the letter from inside, which referenced 9-11, which said Islam is great and death to America. And so it did create this false situation where we were talking about this as if it might be related to Islamic extremism. And I think that that's the kind of thing that happens with this. But what's interesting, if you look at what happened in that case, is that it took us years to figure it out. We still don't really know what happened. And I guess for me, it raises this question for journalists of what do we report? In these early days, like the only information we have right now is who these people are and the fact that if we look at it, it looks like they're attacked by Trump. So what should we be reporting in this moment that won't ring false, that won't like blame the wrong person? Yeah, well, I think these are actually easier questions than uh, non-journalists or the people who are uh, in the opinion game or just people who have a forum and can speculate uh, and can speculate in public. So as journalists, we definitely want to look for the facts. And I think a good question is to ask, to what extent does uh, Donald Trump uh, foster violence? Does what To what extent does he embrace it? If you want to talk about an uptick in neo-Nazi activity since uh, Trump was elected or on the scene, that's legitimate. I actually started delving into it and it gave me some interesting ideas that I think bolsters my theory. And also if you oh, want- What ideas? What? Well, so the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, And a lot of people tweeted this to me. Look, the Southern Poverty Law Center has documented that there has been a rise in right-wing activity since Trump's been on the scene. But when I looked at those figures, actually, I think it contradicts that argument more than it confirms it. Because here's why. why? Because they had a list of all the killings based on from neo-Nazis or alt-right. They they called it alt-right killings. And... Of the 43, I think, killings that they documented, and I threw out six of them because they were a Canadian, so could we just talk about Americans here? <laughs> You're um, basically a researcher right now. You're yeah. like, listen, I had a spreadsheet, and yeah, yeah. I put this on, and I <laughs> right, took this off. Right, so I took, I did take the Canadian one out. Um, the majority, the vast majority of the killings happened before Donald Trump was a candidate, or in the case of the South Carolina Dylan Roof shooting, literally two days after. So if the idea is that there is a causal relationship between Donald Trump and a rise in alt-right killings, there should at least be a correlative relationship. But actually, the relationship goes down. After Trump was elected, there have been fewer killings that the Southern Poverty Law Center documents. There have been fewer killings from the alt-right after he went down, which indicates to me there is a lot of neo-Nazi alt-right. I mean, alt-right's a new phrase, but there's a lot of right-wing 
killing and murder and nastiness in the world. And it doesn't correlate to Donald Trump. It predates Donald Trump. And if anything, a graph would show a dip since Donald Trump became elected. Okay, but here's what I think. Like, to go back to my example of the anthrax attacks, Mm -hmm. right? It didn't really have anything to do with Islamic terrorism. But at the same time, that attack... It sort of refracted and played off and amplified all of the ambient anxiety that was in the air at that point. Yeah. And I do think that experiences like this, they influence each other. The fact that the rhetoric is so heated, I do think is part of this like soup of what's happening. And I don't know that we have the data to show it. But, you know, it's very clear when you look at the anthrax attack, you know, they're talking about Islamic extremism. It's, it's, it was in someone's brain, mm-hmm. right? It was some individual acting without logic. But he was using 9-11 as... He was sort of refracting that event back to people, yeah. right, at when he sent those letters. And I just think that when you look at what's happening now, can you really say these are unrelated? So what you're saying is there was anger in the air and this was an angry act. And it's logical to think that we don't even know what the motivations are, but some of that anger that was out there uh, resulted or caused this specific angry act to look at the anthrax reports. I don't know if cause is the right word. Yeah. I think... They are related. I think they create an opening for bad behavior. I'll say a bunch of things. One, I think that what you'd have, I think that there have been bad actions for years and years and years. And it's true that in the 60s, there were so many bombings that we don't even talk about, that we don't even remember. And it's also true that... Um, bef- you know, in the early days of the Great Depression, a little bit before, there was a lot of anarchism and they bombed the uh, stock market. But what I think is that we have what a logician would call an anchoring heuristic. So we have this idea that Donald Trump is out there as the angriest guy going, and he certainly is. And if I don't make this clear, I think what he is saying is literally hateful and he should not be saying it for a lot of reasons. But I don't know that there is an uptick in violence that is caused or even relates back. I think maybe there are all these blips of violent acts for a whole bunch of different reasons. And then when we have one guy who dominates our imagination, we ascribe the violent acts to him, especially when they're Donald Trump enemies. Uh, Just a couple other things to think about, because I have been. There was an attack on that Maryland newspaper earlier this year. Is that right? Yeah. Immediately we said, well, this is the consequence of Donald Trump and his rhetoric. But it it, turns out it's a guy who was angry about just what was published about him. Had a longstanding grudge with that specific newspaper. So... That shows me a couple things. One, the explanation is so readily at people's fingertips that they're going to go for it right or wrong. Maybe they're right in this case. They were wrong in the last case. Let's just note that. But the second thing that it shows me is that you don't need, we're, we're definitely going to agree on this, you don't need the act to prove the case that Donald, what Donald Trump is saying is hateful and hurtful and bad for democracy in a lot of ways. You don't need a specific bombing to prove that. And if we're saying that this bombing proves that, aha, I was right all along, we don't need that. Like, we were right all along. And I'll throw out a couple other things. It seems logical that because Donald Trump is a right-wing extremist that he is going to inspire right-wing extremism. And it seems logical that when he says... CNN and the media is the enemy of the people, someone out there is going to take the word enemy and mean he's, you know, they deserve uh, a violent retribution. Yeah. Yeah. But that's on 
there's an irresponsibility for Donald Trump saying it, but that is on the individual who mishears the message. A responsible person would say it in a different way, but, you know, there's, I think that there's something to allow for our leaders to angrily express opinions, even wrong opinions, then when they're acted upon in a bad way, it shouldn't necessarily redound to fault. the... Yeah, yeah, because Bernie, Bernie uh, expresses really angry opinions too. And Black Lives Matter, I think, legitimately expresses really angry opinions. If people act on those opinions in a terrible way, should we say, you know what, Black Lives Matter, because people are going to do this, you should have said these three things differently. I don't think so. But I think that, here's here's what I'm trying to say. When these events occur, reporting the facts can look like bias, uh-huh. like reporting with the anthrax attacks that the letter said Allah is great looks like we're saying is it's Islamic terrorism. We're not. We're saying that's what's in there. The same way that we're reporting the facts this time around. We're saying all of these bombs are being sent to people who are Democrats, who have been called out by President Trump. And that can look like we're creating a connection. And some people will make that connection. And it does create this opening for someone like Trump to say, you are blaming me for it. When in reality, CNN is reporting the facts. Yeah, CNN is blameless in this. What you just said and the reporters are blameless in this. Um, I guess my critique would be hashtag MAGA bomber. I don't think that that is something that a responsible person should put out there. A, because we don't know. And then even if it does come out, Look, it might be politically useful to uh, for someone who doesn't want Republicans to get reelected. You could argue that America will be better off if in the public consciousness we're all appalled by the fact that a Donald Trump acolyte did this if he did. But just in terms of what is actually fair to say, hashtag MAGA bomber doesn't be fair. doesn't seem to be fair. I'm being more fair than Donald Trump has ever been. But, you know, that's not hard. Well, I guess... <laughs> Both of us can withhold judgment on this. I think the thing we all need to check in ourselves is the fact that when these things happen, they light up something inside ourselves that wants to blame someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Donald Trump knows this. He knows how the reptilian brain works. Right. But a lot of politicians do, too. But he really taps into it without ever, ever pausing for the consequences. So I do think that's something all of us can do a little work on. Yeah. And if someone wants to say, I think that Donald Trump created this terrible or at least takes advantage of this terrible atmosphere, he certainly does create a terrible atmosphere. If you were to build the case against Donald Trump um, inspiring violence, it's that he literally does inspire violence at his rallies. I mean, there are a number yeah, of Yeah, there's cases. violence outside of the there's rallies. There's violence. And he says, I'll pay your legal fees and, you know, you and should take says, a guy I'm, out. I, yeah. And he says, I love a guy who gets in a shoving match sure. and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. There was, a, there was a time in this country when we'd sock the guy in the jaw. Yeah, there's a time when, right. you know, presidents dueled. Right, right. But that's about a magical po- time. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a <laughs> lovely time, which gave us a great musical, which could perhaps complicate the Florida governor's race. Anyway, that's true. And if you want to blame Trump, you could say he's creating an atmosphere of accepting violence. On the other hand, it says something maybe to me. It's something that I thought about that he never talks about killing people or bombing people. He talks about the you know, Neanderthal punch a guy in the face type violence. So when he has uh, literally endorsed violence, it's about roughing up a protester. 
I don't know if that's in his favor. I don't know if I was his defense lawyer. I would say he's never gone this far. You're <laughs> taking you're taking a call for violence. Violence can mean a lot of things, and a punch in the face is different from twelve bombs. I don't know. That feels like feels like an excuse. It feels like you know you can't let genies out of the bottle and then be like, "But we did. We we meant to close it." You know what I mean? But Just, those are that's magical. But feels like and genies are magical. Duterte says you should shoot these rebels. In fact, of the female rebels, he says you should shoot them in the genitals. He says you should go out and kill unemployed people should go out and kill drug dealers in their neighborhood. Well, and Trump loves that guy. Yeah, but he knows it. He never says that. What I'm saying is if this were the Philippines and someone shot a female rebel, you could definitely say Duterte bears responsibility because he endorsed that. So you're but saying it's being, being complicit is OK. But, but like, what does complicit mean? If someone says, I'd like to punch you and then someone else shoots you, am I... Did I, by saying I'd like to punch you, in any way inspire that fella to shoot when you? When you're president? Yeah, it's wrong for him to say for a number of reasons. But, okay. I mean, just think about the culpability. I'm just saying that when you're talking about the president of the United States, you're not talking about some dude on the street. Yeah. You're talking about someone with some moral responsibility and some oh, he duty has, he's to model immoral. behavior. He's not doing any of that right. He's not he's not a moral exemplar, I think. But the question is, how much responsibility does he actually have for a bombing? If if he really if the bomber says I was inspired by Donald Trump, I think he has more responsibility than a rando dude. What about them? Bernie Sanders did with his with the guy that he, quote unquote, inspired. But why do we – I mean, this is the no. – someone needs <laughs> to come up with a really good answer to why is this – why do we say that was a perversion of the ideology with people who act in the name of these other movements, but we don't extend that excuse to Trump? And the Has two Bernie ex- yeah. ever incited violence? Has he ever called for people to be beat up? Has he ever called so. for any right. – so, so is that the reason that, that Trump has called for – some violence. And once you call for some violence, that means you're culpable for any kind of violence. It's the way he encourages it. Like he milks the crowd. Like like, like the rally this week where he was like, I'm being nice. I'm being nice. But it's like but it's like he just he's he like draws it out of them. It's so Slytherin, yeah, man. He like disgusting. he just like yeah. he draws things out of the people in front of him. Yeah. And you can see it when you when you look at a rally. And so I guess that's why I hold him more responsible because I don't see Bernie doing that. Well, Bernie, I don't Bernie see works Bernie... people up. Yeah, but if He gets if them someone... angry. He rails. He rails against the plutocrats. He rails against Republicans. You can't come out of a, you know, full froth Bernie speech without thinking Republicans are the enemy. You know, I think it's a lot more complicated. And in general, when it comes to mass killings, I don't blame the movement unless the movement is literally a terrorist movement movement saying commit terrorism. After the Oklahoma City bombing, Bill Clinton gave a speech where he blamed the Michigan militia type people, which was legitimate, and where he blamed Rush Limbaugh, which I have to say was a reach. It's political. Yeah. 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 So do you think all of the rhetoric back and forth right now, the fact that politicians can't seem to get on the same page about things, 
Do you think that's a problem? Yeah, I think it's a, of course it's a huge problem. And I think everything that Donald Trump has done to our discourse is a problem. It's a problem independent of any bombing for sure. And also, if you want to make the case, Mike, are you sure that Donald Trump didn't raise the chances that this happened by a few percent? I can't at all say that. I think it's likely that he did. But I think that there are, for everything I laid out, all these other complications. All right. Thank you for coming in, Mike. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right, everyone, that's it for now. Big thanks to Jason DeLeon and Mary Wilson, who made this conversation possible. Talk to you soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.